in 2008, uh, Chris's old chef was going to open a restaurant here. So there was an opportunity to come to San Francisco. So that's how we came. That was Yuka Ioroi, general manager and beverage director at Cassava Restaurant in the Outer Richmond. Welcome to Storied San Francisco. I'm your host, Jeff Hunt. All throughout this month, we're celebrating small businesses in the city, and this podcast is part of that. Yuka grew up in suburban Japan, but she came to L.A. when she was 15. In this podcast, she describes some of the culture shock she experienced there, as well as her first taste of a diverse society. After college, she worked an office job, but soon burned out on that. A friend lured her into bartending at a strip club. That gave way to her job at a country club. And then she was tapped to manage a restaurant that was just opening. There, she met her future husband, Chris, and soon the two were lured up to San Francisco. Be sure to check back Thursday, when Yuka will share the story of opening Cassava on Balboa Street. Unfortunately, Cassava had to close temporarily last week, but please follow them on social media to learn about their reopening. Here's Yuka. I-O-R-O-I. It's, uh, it's an old, old samurai family last name. Oh. My last name goes back to like year 700 or so, maybe. Uh, in English, in alphabets, it's I-O-R-O-I. It's so crazy, like, no one can say it. And then if I'm in Japan and I say that they, like, is that, oh, is your last name Japanese? I was like, yes, more Hello. Japanese than yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was born in uh, a prefecture called Shizuoka. Shizuoka is uh, the prefecture, like our state. State that um, has Mount Fuji. Uh, there's two states that share Mount Fuji, and one is facing Pacific Ocean. And that's where I'm from. Okay. I was an everyday normal person. I have one sister, a younger sister, and my parents have a construction company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started that, I think, in the 80s. Um, as uh, people might know, like Japan's had like a really bad economy for like forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like really stagnant from what, like early 90s? Um, they're actually one of the only ones that's like still operating in the area kind of thing. Mm. Um, and the way they run the company, especially how my mother does, you know, it has affected a lot of my operating style as far as the company. Okay. Um, very strict family in a way. Um, and I just recently, I mean, back then too, but like realizing that it was a luxury to have three meals cooked by her, mm. and then we pretty much sat at dinner table. Mm-hmm. Um, she made everything from scratch, which I'm learning that was also like not common. Hmm. Um, and you know, it's like everywhere, you know? Yeah. I mean, she baked her own bread. Uh, she made me eat prune extract every day. <laughs> okay. I used to like shiver, it was really bad. Man. And it's just kind of like, not like a house nut or anything like that, but before like the word organic was like even a thing, right. um, organic way of farming, it was already around. So I remember seeing that on like the packages that like most of the stuff that she had, it was kind of like that. And then there are a lot of like a farming people like around. So they'd be like, you know, bringing, they just leave like a bag of like nice tomatoes and stuff. For your family? 
Uh, yeah, like well, for my mom, you oh, know, because she has a lot of friends, and then she's like, wow. oh hey, she's like, oh look at that, there's tomatoes today, <laughs> wow. kind of things. And they still, they still have that kind of relationship over there. My parents are in Japan still. Yeah. Um, well, I think like you said, like before organic with it, but also before farm to table, that's what's happening. Yeah, uh, yeah, like farm to uh, grandma Fresh. walking to the street to hard table. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's my god. Awesome. Yeah, literally, more like a you know farm garden kind of thing. Yeah. But it's a smaller town. Um, yeah, uh, and they're still operating the company. Um, and my mom, during the process, I mean, she manages the company also, but she also got a caregiver license. So that she works at like a caregiving facility and stuff just to kind of make use of her. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's my family. My sister currently lives in Rotterdam. Um, I guess oh, the wow. second biggest city in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Big port city. Yes, yes. Um, and I, I think like it got burned down completely and then it got rebuilt, right? So it looks a lot newer than other parts. Right. Uh, she's an artist and she met a wonderful, wonderful person while uh, she was in London. She spent more time in the Europe. Uh, when, um, she came here a little bit too and then she went to Europe after. Um, and he's an art dealer um and also like the art kind of books kind of a dealer okay um so he can also market her art and then they have a gallery together awesome. in rotterdam so that's my family awesome did as a kid or i guess you you said you moved to la around high school years yeah. um so before that going back um like i guess as a young teenager did you travel around japan or or other parts of the the world at all before you um here? yeah we went to malaysia kuala lumpur one time i remember that on um, the town that we lived um they had a relationship with like foreign like a government exchange students i think so like um like the students that were sent by the com com uh, country's government to like study in japan and then like what well, like host them and stuff so we had like some malaysian people like stay here and there and then they invited us to Kuala Lumpur. So I think that was my first uh, overseas travel. Yeah. That was like, I was like 14 or 15, something like that. And much, much different than where you're from. Oh, yeah. But I, like the thing the most struck me was the heat was a lot drier, mm. Mm, right. that it was tolerable. Right. Um, Japanese heat is like, I don't know, people like compare to Florida, but like really bad, I think. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Texas. I oh, know you are. Okay, humidity so I is. Ugh, I've been like to. Uh, what's that? Like a suburb city from Houston, Bo Beaumont. Beaumont, yeah. Yeah, I went to Houston and Beaumont, and then I was like, wow, like air don't move at all. Like nope. It's, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, you swim. I had a teacher talk about that, and the, and she described it as um, when it's humid, you swim when you walk around. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So like, so it's kind of like interesting. Like I had never left. Japanese like humidity like by then right um so when we went to Malaysia and I was like wow it's so dry here but then like the temperature is about same like 30 celsius or like 85 or like 90 whatever right warm yeah warm but like 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 very tolerable and yeah. then as soon as we came back to Narita airport I felt like somebody splashed water in my face right. I was like wow <laughs> you or you can relate to that yeah. again yeah oh absolutely yeah so, so it was kind of like that um Malaysia, that was like the first overseas I guess experience did you travel around around Japan as a young kid or um yeah well I mean my so my father is from an area called 
Miki, which is a suburb of Kobe. Okay. Uh, and my mother is from Eriko, from Chigasaki. Chigasaki is a, it's like a, a hugely famous uh, Bay Area, um, west of uh, Yokohama. Okay. So like we'll go to like grandparents' house and then, yeah, then you know like when we we'll go to like Chigasaki, then we we'll go to Tokyo, kind of things. But we haven't really traveled like by then anywhere. I remember like my dad had a, a purchase a trip to Okinawa. Like when we're in like, I was like in elementary school, junior high or something, maybe 12 or 13 or something like that. And I remember them yelling on the phone. I think they like overbooked or whatever happened mm. and then we couldn't go. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> I remember oh, that. Please. Well, I think they were very like disappointed. I remember like them really. And then they're like back then, like probably like in like a late 30s or something, right? I mean like- Your I parents, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, I guess we're not going to Okinawa. Like I, it was fine, but then I think I don't know, like, what kind of refund situation or something like that. I actually never asked them about it. Maybe I'll ask next time yeah. <laughs> if they remember still. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but, right. you, but, but you did mention that your sister also doesn't live in Japan anymore. Do your parents still live there? Yeah, they're there, yeah. So do you know how that was for them or how it is for them to have both of their kids, you know, not, not living in the country, <laughs> not nearby anymore? They're not really, you know, those, like, traditional Asian families. Oh, you have to take care of us when we're older and... I think one of the reasons why my mom started like uh, became like interested in the caregiving industry is that she wanted to be independent later. Right. Uh, <laughs> she does not see any ability in either of us to raise any children or take care of nobody. So okay. I don't think they are. Um, I st- I'm 41 years old. And I, st- I still feel very uh, taken care of by my parents, which is really bad. But I mean. Like, I don't, like, get money from them and stuff like that right now. But, like, I feel like if I need something, like, I can always kind of go home kind of thing if I needed to. Okay. Right now, the Japanese government doesn't allow that. Uh, my husband won't be able to go in. But, um, right. But, yeah, so they're fine. And I think every now and like, you know, like, now and then, like, my dad, like, goes to high school reunion or something. And they'll be talking about, like, you know, grandkids and stuff like that. He's like... Whoa, you know, I just want any kind of grandkids. It didn't like what color it, I don't care. What color, <laughs> red, purple, black, gold, whatever. I guess I'm never gonna see any of them. I was like, that's right, you're never gonna see any kids. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about your move uh, to LA. What brought that on? So I came in uh, 11th grade, it would have been, um, or what end of 10th grade. What year would that have been? 94. Okay. 95. Okay. 95, yeah. LA 95. Yeah. Uh, what, did, hmm? what, did, what did you think? Uh, Your first time to, to be there, right? Yeah. Can they be really gross? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, you know, like, um, so like generally in Japan, like you don't really chew gums in classes or anything like that. Yeah. And then like, and then I had never seen like uh, desks and uh, chairs put together before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so that's how they do it, you mm-hmm. know. And then like, and I was gonna like, uh, they put me on desk and then I was gonna like move it. And then I, oh, you see where we're going? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Please. And then it was like hella bumpy. I was like, what's going on? And then I saw like a gum all the way. I was like, yeah. no, why? Yeah. So you were in an American high school is what you're saying. Oh yeah, I was like. Yeah. Oh, and then that school had a metal detector and barbed wire. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's not like 
Beverly Hills 91210, you know? <laughs> right. But it was, like, fine. Um, and then, I was like, why would I do that? Like, why, why not? Like, <laughs> and then I realized the gums here didn't come with individual wrappers. Like, the Japanese gums always come with individual wrappers. So you put it, and then you put it on the throw away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and, <laughs> and then, like, I'm going to get really gross. <laughs> And then I went to the bathroom, and then, like, I couldn't believe how dirty the bathroom was. And I opened, I went in the stall, and I closed it. And then the door had a maxi pad used one put on there. On the door. Okay. Like, I sat, and I was like, ah, why? Yeah. yeah. There's, like, no reason to do that, right? And I looked at the trash can, it's like a hello full. I was like. Yeah. And then okay. I saw there's, like, a soda and candy vending machine there i was like you can't feed other kids yeah <laughs> yeah so so that was like a impression bunch of culture shock it sounds like yeah there's like a lot of things didn't make sense and then so like i learned how to sneak into like faculty restroom <laughs> okay yeah and then like i got caught one time and then i got sent to detention oh my goodness and then i had to clean the school on saturday or something i was like oh cool okay you know this one is but I was like, well, like, I told him, like, I would have used the faculty restroom if you cleaned the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And then I never seen security guard in schools in, in Japan before, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a security guard walking around. And then, like, one security guard I was, like, friends with, like, a younger guy. And then the older lady that was in charge, she didn't like that. So I almost got, like, sent to detention for that. And I was, like, I was just kind of crazy. But yeah. yeah. Um, Where did you live when you went to, to high school in LA? Uh, Glendale. Okay. Did you live with a family or? Uh, yeah. Oh, got yeah. it. Like a like a host family. Or yeah. Um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What um so what other kinds of things besides school um were you doing in this exciting new place as a teenager? Right? Uh, I was in a choir, so it's kind of fun, interesting. Um, my god family is a Thai family, so I was with them a lot. Um, and then, like, Glendale is very, very racially diverse city. Um, so it was kind of cool to see a lot of uh, different race culture. There's uh, the biggest Asian population in the city of Glendale is Korean. Okay. So I got mistaken as a Korean person a lot, which is fine, you know. Um, I probably have a Korean blood because my family goes back so long. Mm. Um, and Filipinos. And then there's a huge Armenian population. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of like, wow, cool. Like, I don't go anywhere, but, like, I meet all kinds of people and eat different kind of food. Right. Um, so that was that was good. Um, I think depending where you are in the U.S., that's a fairly, yeah. fairly unique right to this country yeah and then there was a american white family and canadian white family that i also spent time with uh and i remember i think like i first experienced kind of like a racism or prejudice there first not towards me Mm. uh and then i remember wow like canadian family american family is like very different like the american family like really didn't like the armenian population they mm-hmm. they were like you know oh they're taking over a city they smell bad and kind of things mm-hmm. the canadian family is like oh yeah you know this is whatever and they were fine about mm-hmm. all these things mm-hmm. so i was like oh, okay like different people have a different opinions 
Yeah. Like, because I came from such a mono race country. Right. Not so much now, but like, especially back then, like in like a suburb, right? I mean, I did come across with like foreign nationals because they were out of the house, but like, I never felt any like, I don't know. So I, un- I think I understand then that I was a minority because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from a majority country, right? Right, right. right. So, so that was kind of like interesting. And I was like, wow, is it okay to say openly like, like that, like that? Oh, you can't, like, oh, you can say that as like, wow, like the, the, this, like these people are like criminals and these people smell mm-hmm. bad, and they mm-hmm. can say that as like, and then they have like high school kids at home, and is it okay to say that? Or is it? Which is kind of like confusing. Yeah. Like I didn't know that it's like wrong then, you know. But you're a kid, and it's yeah. new to you. Did you experience any firsthand racism? Oh, when I was in high school? Yeah. No, it's like. Oh, good. <laughs> they're too busy with it. It's like, no, like I didn't get picked on as a Japanese person. Good. No, there's like all kinds of Asians too, right? Um, yeah. And then I think every Friday there was a Mexican gang and Armenian gang fight. <laughs> Okay. At the school, that was like a thing. All right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. So like I, I like I just viewed it as a race as a like a different group, and it's like, oh, okay, they just kind of hang out because they have more similar things to talk about, kind of things. And <laughs> then there were a lot of ESL students. I was in an ESL class, so. Um, I was gonna ask, did you speak any English before you came over? A little or? bit. Yeah. Um, it took me about a year to become fluent. Okay. Um, but Japanese English uh, education is very bad. Like that you. You go for six years, like, right? Like, junior high, like, seventh through twelfth grade. Like, a lot of people, like, do it for six years, and you don't come out fluent. Then mm. it's not the kid's fault, but I think it's education system. Right. And then I saw, like, how they teach ESL. And then I was like, oh, why don't they do this in Japan? And it was like, people come out, like, you know, like, functional in, like, a year or two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, so you were taking some ESL classes here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was put in the ESL class first, like, when we, like, they all do that for immigrant kids, right? And then, so anything else about Los Angeles before you moved up here? I want to I want to know why you moved up here. Okay. For sure. Um, so after I finished college. Oh, so where did you go to college? Uh, Pasadena City College first, and then transferred to uh, American Intercontinental University. They're like a better version of a DeVry. It's like a okay. not frauding, but it's kind of like a for profit. But I think I got like a really good education there, so that, you know I don't mind it. Okay. Um, and then the first job I had was a car insurance company, mm-hmm. and it was fine. But I really didn't like selling product that people didn't want to buy. Yeah. And then you charge like crazy fees that's only allowed for California and New York in mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still like that, but that's like early two thousand or something. Yeah. Did you go to school for business or like? Yeah. What did oh you- yeah, I have a business degree. Got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then I was like, kind of just like contemplating, oh, I don't know, this is like good. Like I felt like consciously, like not comfortable selling things like and charging like that. And then like my assistant, like I had an office job, like I kind of sort of managed like operation and stuff for that Mm -hmm, company. mm -hmm. And it's still like, you have to sell like products, but. And then my assistant girl left me and then she said she got a job as a, cocktail waitress or a strip club and she's like she make more money yeah i was like ah okay so like i quit and then i got a job as a bartender at a strip club okay still, still in la or that still in LA, still in la okay yeah and that's how i came to the food oh okay <laughs> there you go insurance food 
So it was a yeah. So it was a full nude place. So like I learned how to work the bar, but without alcohol. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of good. And then, I mean, the club was really nice. Um, but like, and then you do have girls that are really have a plan to make money for the kids or for college. But there are girls that like deteriorate because like they do drugs and then like you know they just get caught up in the style and mm-hmm. it was just kind of hard to see that happening right in front of your eyes yeah so they really last there hmm. and if somebody came from a, that has a job as a bartender at a country club said there was an opening so i went from a strip club to a country club okay <laughs> and then two that's... very different kinds of clubs but yeah, maybe, yeah. May, maybe have more in common than most people think uh, oh yeah. yeah 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 i will tell you that yes yeah um, so, but the country club's still down, still down in Southern yeah, California. Yeah, it's all in LA. Okay. And then actually, the country club is actually both um, the strip club and then uh, country club are both in Glendale too. Got it. Okay. I was living in Pasadena then, cause like I moved to Pasadena for college, but you know it's next city, right? Right, right. Then why was I was at a country club? It wasn't really working out, but that's where I learned how to manage the restaurant portion of the business and uh, like banquet sales type of thing mm-hmm. and then i found an opening for a restaurant in los Feliz, which is east of hollywood okay uh like between main hollywood and silver lake there's a okay. mini area called los Feliz. Okay. Uh, that was 2006 and that's where uh, so they were going to open a new restaurant there and then i got hired as a, a restaurant manager oh wow <laughs> so ship club the country club the restaurant manager <laughs> boom yeah. moving up that ladder <laughs> I know, right? So that's where I met my husband. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was one of the uh, opening chefs, and I was the opening restaurant manager. That's where we met. And in 2008, uh, Chris's old chef was going to open a restaurant here. Um, so he, um, so there was an opportunity to come to San Francisco. So that's how we came. That was Yuka Ioroi check back Thursday for part two. Music for Storied San Francisco is by Otis McDonald. Photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. The show is hosted and produced by me. Michelle and I have produced more than 120 episodes over the last three years, and you can find them all over at our website, storiedsf.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as just about everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to stay up to date on all the content we publish. And if you have any feedback for us, or you just want to say hi, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay healthy.